You're listening to Cinema Geekly Podcast with Anthony Lewis, Aaron Delahosa, and Glenn Bove. Cinema Geekly Podcast, episode 109, cinemageekly.com slash premium. Stop the podcast right now. Well, wait until I finish saying this, and then stop the podcast and head over to cinemageekly.com slash premium and sign up for 365 days of bonus fucking podcasts for only 12 bucks. And uh, hey, that moves you apparently to the front of the line as well, I've decided, uh, for the mailbag, <laughs> if you're a premium subscriber. Um, I think we are almost at 20 subscribers, I think. Oh, which wow, okay. that's uh, crazy like i don't i don't believe that <laughs> we, we really are i mean i could run off all of the names i do have all of the names uh here in front of me but uh four four of you guys have some stuff you sent in and we'll we'll go through that uh, is anybody complaining yet does, does anybody like no, no. premium user like god you guys are just, you're just terrible i want no. i want my 12 bucks back i don't think anybody has i mean well, if, if they have that i mean if they are they have not voiced it to us <laughs> Uh, they may be like, you know, like stewing, like secretly, like in silence. But nobody has said anything to me that, that I have seen. So, hmm. um, yeah. Before we hop into uh, to all the the movie and, and and all that shit, all that discussion, the really important question on everybody's mind, I'm sure, uh, is is Glenn and how was how was Edge Fest? Which, by the way, sounds like a metal concert and not a hipster rock concert. I figured you'd just go and hang out at Adam Copeland's house for an hour and watch him rake leaves. <laughs> That's what Edge Fest is? <laughs> yep. Just watch him flip a tire over a bunch of times? Because he does Pretty that. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Uh, how, how was the Edge Fest, Glenn? Oh, it was good. Uh, it was definitely way more crowded than it was last year. Uh, yeah, it was... I'm pretty exhausted. There was a band <laughs> playing there, Aaron, that I recognized. <laughs> I don't believe that. One band. Yes, it was The Offspring. I'm sure you remember them. Of course I do. Yes, the the theme song creators for Raven and Brian <laughs> Danielson at one point even. Uh, oh yeah. Wow. The Offspring. So that's what they're doing now. Yeah, yeah, they're playing they're playing a uh, they're playing a concert, uh, a concert festival with, I'm guessing, bands that are about twenty or thirty years younger than they are. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, look, before you guys go over the edge on being extremely pretentious and not knowing anything that you're talking about. That's right. Uh, the Offspring do, does a lot of stuff. Who does that? 
a lot of festivals where they they are headliners with other bands relative to their age, uh, aka Billy Idol. So, so uh, uh, Billy Idol is not relative to Billy Idol. It could have fathered the offspring. <laughs> yes, he. I don't know. They're, they're, his they're, offspring. Age appropriate for Billy Idol is fucking. Uh, they're in their fifties, like Rod Stewart, man. Yeah, the Rolling Stones or something like that. Yeah. Fucking, uh, fucking Elvis, Mick Jagger. El- Elvis. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that. I probably, the most, like, band t-shirt I saw when I was there were Rolling Stone t-shirts. That's incredible. That Which is sad. Hot, to- hot topic and shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> A ton of Rolling Stone. Don't worry, this won't be the last time Hot Topic is mentioned in this podcast, that's oh, for sure. Oh, hell no, it will not be. It will be brought up again. Um... <laughs> Hey, right after the after after the last week's podcast, uh, we got a new Jurassic World trailer. Apparently, everybody's fucking jumping on this fucking trailer bandwagon that was started by Star Wars. Seriously, uh, everybody's just like, let's put out a trailer. Uh, there was a new Jurassic World trailer that came out right after last week's podcast, and uh, I don't know, Aaron, I uh, I was very underwhelmed by the first trailer they showed, but I was kind of jazzed with this one. I I thought they did a, a much better job. I love how Chris Pratt is just he, he's such a good guy and he's such like, you know, a perfect husband that he he can solve all problems with the Raptors just based upon mutual respect. Like he has to be just like the greatest father and husband ever if the dude could tame Raptors with his, his old white guy knowledge. Yeah, and with charisma. Res- just with respect. Mutual yeah. respect. Maybe that's where like Goldblum and company went wrong. They disrespected the Raptors. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the problem. I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, they uh they call their mothers whores or something. Yeah, like that. I mean, those kids were just flicking spoons at him, trying to lock him in the freezer. They were yeah, just trying to run up to him, like, "Hey, we, we want to respect you and help you guys out." Blah blah blah. But, that's you where know. that's where Tim and Lex went wrong for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And using you know incredibly undermining tones with them, like "clever girl," you know, just yeah, yeah. not really meaning it. I think they were making anti-Semitic <laughs> remarks too. Like there, there was some fucked up stuff going on with those. They, really, they do with, have with that girl who is really exceedingly blonde. You know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> you mean all the women in this movie. The um, old British guy who sounded like he was covering a German accent, you know. Oh, for was... sure. Yeah, I mean, I could see why the Raptors would be so pissed. Yeah, Pratt just comes in here nice. He really is nice as can be, a lovable yeah. human being, and he's just like, look, uh, you know. Like, hey, I, I brought you guys some cookies. I respect the hell out of you, and he fist bumped one, and from right there, the right. Raptors like, that's our dude. I mean, I know you see me as food, but I think we can be more than that. You know, yeah. the yeah. other guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there you go. Next thing you know, he's riding with fucking raptors to chase down like a genetically modified, bigger than a T-Rex dinosaur. Yeah, not only do, do the raptors respect him, uh, they also look up to him. So they're like, well, we're going to listen to this guy to go attack this super mega dinosaur that other pink ape-like pieces of shit like him created. Like, we're going to go solve this problem. Well, I don't think that works out too well because then you do see a raptor kill a man later on. So. Oh, damn it. That was just someone who was throwing disrespect. You know what yeah. I mean? You gotta come correct when you deal yeah. with the Raptors, man. He was wearing a Raptors suck t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Or a Toronto Raptors jersey. Like, if West Side Story yeah. would have been, like, the Jets versus the Raptors, it, it was all disrespect. It would have been over with in, like, six minutes. He like, did look like he was Puerto Rican, the guy who got killed. Yeah. So. He was yeah. wearing a Toronto Raptors jersey, and the Raptors were pissed that they weren't seeing likeness rights for uh, the logo, and that is disrespect, so... Sure, he got what was coming to him. Uh, Glenn, what did I think? You what get? the guy, what the guy did is he had a picture of Vince Carter, and he was just jerking off onto it. Yeah, and then the Raptors were like, "No, you, you that's can't our uh, yeah. main Raptor. Yeah. That's our boy." Yeah. No, actually, they don't like Vince Carter because he demanded a trade and became a net. 
Uh, and and yeah, actual like, Toronto like the Raptor Nets, fans. those disrespecting fools that Jurassic Park used to trap the Raptors. It all, it all mm-hmm. comes full circle. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a it's a long cycle of abuse, really. Yeah. And you shoot her over and over again. Glenn, what did you think of the new trailer for the movie? Did uh... I thoroughly enjoyed it? Yeah, me too, man. It just it, it looks. It's not Pacific Rim type of fun because right. it's not as goofy and. Uh, I, oh, I don't know if it... And I know for a fact Chris Pratt isn't as awful as Charlie Hunnam, so there's that. True. True. Uh, but no, I, I mean, it's like I said before, however that meeting went down when they decided that we're going to have a dude train some raptors and they're going to hunt down a bigger dinosaur that humans made, um, I bet every one of them just told their 10-year-old son and they were like, I would see that. And that's, that's how that went down because... I, as dumb as it sounds, I want to see that. <laughs> and they're like, hey, we're going to get the guy who's going to star in Marvel's biggest blockbuster. Right. I like the uh, the money shot, Vincent too. Vincent D'Onofrio? Yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah, how right. you can like, quantify oh, money dude, off love of Netflix. This. What but... episode are you guys on of Daredevil? Uh, we, I just finished the, uh, the Wilson Fisk backstory one. That was the last oh. one we talked about, which was oh. incredible. Right. I, uh, I, uh. I told Aurora, Aurora had not heard of uh, the the movie, uh, the Spinal Tap movie, but I informed her <laughs> in that movie that the amplifiers go up to 11, and I said, if this were Spinal Tap, this this episode would be a six-key glasses. Unfortunately, I could only give it five. Uh, I think you, you could have cheated just once and just slapped up like an episode. I just, I, I wanted to marry that episode. I loved that fucking episode. It was so good. Um, I, by the way, everybody, in case you're interested, we have in fact spent the first 10 minutes of this podcast discussing why the Raptors are suddenly trainable in this new movie. Um, but yeah, I did like the money oh, shot so at the end. like a Nolan movie. Okay. Yes. I got it. I did at, like, at the end when that really super huge dino shark left out of the, yeah. Yeah. And ate the, uh, the pterodactyl. Funny that you mentioned it. I actually did watch sci-fi channels, dino shark this morning. So there, <laughs> there was that. I'm still trying to find uh, that one Alex recommended to us, like a uh, oh, on the yeah, Facebook yeah, yeah, like yeah, a while yeah. back. That it's impossible. Like it, it, that's some kind of weird European import. We're just not a privy to yet. <laughs> oh, like Formula One. I'm. Uh, I don't. Aaron, are you? Uh, are you excited to check out the Jurassic World uh, movie now? Did this trailer Fuck, hype you? Yes, I'm excited to check this movie out. <laughs> I mean, it does. It it has not because I, was... I think it's going to be good. I mean, right. it. I cleared it's, a space on the shame shelf for it, like near center. Like oh, that's how much I believe in this movie. Like I, I, I think I, it's just going to be something almost like the the first time you you saw Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, where you just go in in the proper state of mind with your brain unplugged and you just giggle for like an hour and a half straight. I mean, based I think off the be an amazing popcorn movie, based off the trailer alone, I think just the trailer alone has kind of put this movie already on par with the second movie. It's all about respect with the Raptors, man. That's right. Uh, I mean, this is the trailers have already blown away the entire third movie in, in terms of quality, oh, and yeah. I think it's rapidly approaching the second movie. I mean, this might easily be the second best Jurassic Park movie. Uh, I don't think it's ever got a chance of topping the first one, but I think it's got a a really good chance of of being right behind the first one. It looks like a a lot of fucking fun. So right. Oh, and uh, for a quick reference here, fellas, the movie that Alex would what, was wanting to know how come no one has watched it is called Arachnoquake. It stars uh, Bug Hall and Edward Furlong, if that's any indication. The star <laughs> is called Bug? Yeah, Bug Hall. He's the kid oh, who played uh, Alfalfa in the, mm-hmm. in the oh, Little Rascals god. remake. Like, oh my god. And then, then he was in that soccer movie where the kid, all the kids yeah. dressed in green. And then Furlong. Oh, Big Green? 
Yeah. He's just been in rehab for a while, I think, and, and an IHOP from the looks of it, because damn. Um, expect a lot of Age of Ultron talk in the next, uh, oh, this weekend, next week, for sure. Um, so we got the... Clint the- set something on fire. <laughs> is that what he's doing? No, with? I almost fell out of my chair. Actually, yeah, uh, what happened. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is the regular podcast. He's not laying down for the... not laying in bed. It's not sexy time. Sexy's only for the premium. Yeah, you got to pay uh, for the hotness. Uh, <laughs> so but the- he will pull a ball out just yeah. once in a while for the freestyle. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, you've got to adjust. I mean, yeah. we're all guys here. We know how it is. Uh, out, the uh, the Age of Ultron mid credit scene leaked... Uh, thanks Surprise. to somebody in Scandinavia or some fucking place. The Netherlands, uh, the Netherlands, as close as I could tell. It was surprisingly short. Yep. It was. It, I think it was literally about as long as like the shawarma scene was. About seven seconds. <laughs> yeah, it was not long, and uh, uh, I'm to- I'm really torn on it in a bunch of ways. Like I feel like there's about maybe seven or eight different ways they could have done this scene better than they did it. Yeah, um, that could have added some context to it or, or something. Uh, we had a long conversation about it in the office thread on Facebook uh, where we were talking amongst ourselves, uh, trying to get things straight. And Aaron eventually did sort of make sense of the whole thing in my brain, uh, which helps. Uh, but I still <laughs> think they could have uh, I think they could have there's other ways they could have handled it better. And it's essentially another yeah. Thanos scene where he puts on the glove mm-hmm. um, and the gloves had no stones in it. Is that what it was? Nope, nothing in it at all. But the screenshot they use is yeah. the stones. No, 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 no. That that was from uh, a, a previous Comic Con. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was from like the announcement uh, release. Yeah, th- that was from the announcement of, of the Infinity Wars, like you know, way back when. That was just something they showed. But uh, however, like you know, the the Gauntlet and, and Odin's Vault, like when they showed it in Thor One, had all the stones on it. Yeah. So, but then huh. it didn't. So maybe you know. Maybe they'll go back and show Loki fiddle fuck. You know, Loki was fiddle fucking around, and then you know everything got scattered. And then you know, there's all sorts of ways to explain it. Like I don't think them showing the Infinity Gauntlet like was a fun little thing, but I don't think they would have let it be shown with the stones on it if they didn't plan on explaining that you know later on. Because and uh, when's I, the last thing they they just ever glossed over like that and not you know shown you? And why I feel it like is. and I feel like they maybe have to throw Thanos in there because they have to keep that character fresh in people's minds because i'm guessing the next possible chance they could even introduce him in a movie would be the next thor movie i guess because that is, does that come out before the next guardians movie uh it does but i think it's gonna be thor ragnarok so it's it's basically just gonna focus on him we're not gonna see oh Tennis sure 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 i'm just i'm just saying like that's like the earliest point they could even think about bringing that character back Maybe, uh, yeah. Because I doubt we'll see him in, like, Black Panther or anything no, but, like that. Uh, so most of the mid credit scenes will probably focus on him, you know, in some regard. You know, that would be interesting if all of the credit scenes from now on were, like, bits and pieces of him, like, acquiring Infinity Stones or something like that. Right. That would be interesting. Or if It'd they did, like, one shots. Yeah. yeah, to go right to it. Yeah, absolutely. Good. Then Infinity War is, like, you know... It's just like, you know, it's a big build where the, you know, the Avengers are trying to get him to, to stop him before he gets the last one. And the movie ends with him. You know, he's got the last one, like the way they do a Deathly Hallows part one when Voldemort had the Elder Wand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Glenn, Glenn were you as moved uh, by this mid credit scene or did this really do nothing for you either? No, it didn't really do anything. And oh, kind of, shit. Which is sad. It's kind of how the, I feel like a lot of these Caesars are kind of going. I mean, especially I the end like ones you. are just kind of a joke, so. I mean, Aaron, correct me if I'm wrong, as you are the, the Marvel expert on this panel, but I'm feeling like Thanos has at least one Infinity Stone, does he not? Doesn't he have at least one of them in his possession? I thought maybe he did. 
not per the MCU right now. I, I know, I know. Well, I know one was in Loki's scepter. Loki's yes. scepter, yeah, and then the Aether, and then uh, the Tesseract. Is the yeah, te- the Tesseract, and then the uh, the uh, the motherfucking uh, Power Stone. Yeah, you know, from is now with. Is now with you know, the Nova Corps, so I don't think I don't think Thanos has any yet. But you know, the most likely one is obviously you know the Gauntlet that's in Odin's vault and the Tesseract, and you know we know that Loki is Odin, so you know there could be some some backdoor deals going on where essentially as soon as he starts, he's going to have the Gauntlet plus you know at least one stone and be aware of where a couple others are. Like, Wait, the Tesseract on like is with the Collector. Because isn't that what they did at the end of that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. 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 So, so the, the collector had the tesseract too. So we, but we, do we, we don't find out that's what all he has that. now is the tesseract. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we, they're kind of spread out right now. Yeah. So Thanos, so, you know, he only has the gauntlet now. According hmm. to the end of your... it's a major plot hole in that movie that that's not, not plot hole, but that it's kind of odd that they never even talked about it. Right. I mean, I understand why, because it has absolutely nothing to do with the movie. But I, it's weird that you don't even see the Tesseract in the background. Yeah, like he doesn't have it like in a case somewhere or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you'd, you'd think that they would mention that. I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, is it possible also that the Collector was collecting them for Thanos? Like, or he was collecting them for himself because, you know, he is just someone who would do that. Yeah, that's what he yeah, He was getting it for himself. What, that's what I mean, though, is... Okay, his home gets bombed and blown the fuck up. Uh, I mean, are we gonna? I don't. I I wish a mid credit scene would be us seeing Thanos, you know, get the tesseract from, you know, the collector's house or something because it's there. Yeah, I mean, he rings the doorbell. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know Cosmo is pretty fucking tough. But... Indeed. Oh, he just punches Cosmo right in the face. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I get it. Uh, I, and, and you're right. I think there's about a million other ways that they could have. <laughs> you know, done this or whatever. Um, even if it's like him breaking into like the, well, I mean, I guess he wouldn't have to break into the vault if Loki is Odin, right? He just let him on in, uh, presumably right. to let yep. Thanos in to grab the, but I mean, you know, like they could have done, you know, something like, uh, some guy had said like, uh, Oh, this asshole failed to get this, you know, to get the stone. And he says, I'll have to do it myself. Something like that. Just to add a little more context to it. But I guess they, aren't going to and they just want to keep Thanos kind of just in the back of your mind a little bit and I'm sure obviously more will lead to it uh yeah, yeah okay they they gave uh they gave the aether to the to the collector uh the tesseract is on Asgard oh okay that is interesting there we go yeah uh oh yeah 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 that's right cuz they they said it's dangerous to have two infinity stones right. next to each other well so- and we know you know from What's kind of been leaked about Vision is that Vision had Vision has one of the stones himself. Yeah, like it's Loki's the stone from the scepter, maybe. Even. Right. Like they use that maybe for the Vision. Right. Um, which, hey, good segue, sir. Power stone. Yeah. Uh, Paul Bettany was on a talk show in which they showed a clip essentially of the Vision's birth, I guess. Yep. And his mommy and daddy are all the Avengers, I guess. They're like all there when he comes to life. Yeah. Um, is that... That, I, I think that's not how it happens in the book, right? Isn't Ultron the one who creates Vision? You're correct, sir. Right, and it's supposed to it's supposed to be like his thing, and it sort of turns against him eventually, right? He You're absolutely correct. Decides Much to like, become a know, like Ultron turned on the yeah, you know. Uh, was there anything else you could glean from that clip? 
that he looks like he's fresh off the fucking page, man. Like the the more of these looks they're doing that are somewhat, you know, they're very. It might sound stupid, you know. It, it definitely it could have looked stupid the way they did it, but it's it makes perfect sense. Like the way he looks, you know, he looks like he is a combination of you know Tony and he has some cybernetic components to him, but you know, he looks like he's faithful from the comics. It's just, it's fantastic, man. Yeah. Mm, it's just so lovely. Did you watch the clip? Once, once they slapped the Cape on him, man, I mean, he's perfect. Yeah, uh, no, I watched it. I mean, I'm not going to, it's hard know, to judge anything. Right over it Cause it's just, I mean, yeah, like he said, yes, it does look correct, but I'm the scene itself. I'm not going to say, Oh my God, it blew my fucking mind, but yeah, I mean, it, I will it does. In about it five days. <laughs> yeah, me too. You're seeing it at 11 a.m., correct? Yes. So you will... Well, no. So 30 minutes into your movie ending is when I'm seeing it. So let's okay. keep that and in mind. I'll be seeing it way after both of you. Yep, and we will be sure to talk nothing about it on here with Ben and ruin it for you. I mean, no, I mean, we're going <laughs> to... It's been hard, like, avoiding the interweb, especially since yeah. we, we're sort of in the in the business of... Well, you know, I already found out one... This shit. One spoiler, so... I haven't read shit. I'm avoiding everywhere. I don't want to know a goddamn Well, thing. it was on the main fucking page of something, and it was just there. I did, was... read, I did read a couple of negative reviews, which were really weird, because one person complained that he thought Joss Whedon was trying to make the movie too deep and was trying to get away from <laughs> the fun and popcorn, and one another person's like, there's too much shit going on! Like, just action-y things. Like, there's just too much all, all over the It's too great of an action movie, is what, is what he's saying. too great of an action movie. No, this uh, hand job you're giving me is too fantastic. Stop yeah, it. John Wick killed too many people in that R-rated action flick. That was yeah. awful. The tits uh, in this porn are way too big. That's hey, let's... Uh, let's uh, and, and fear not, everybody. I will be seeing the movie in the afternoon on uh, next Sunday, so we'll I will be back in plenty of time to, uh, to write a review and to talk about it on the podcast so all all will be well um yeah let's uh let us switch over though to dc aaron let's, mm. let's fucking talk about the beautiful people oh Just man dude marilyn manson i guess is in the suicide squad movie uh we all thought it was jared leto but hey manson has been crafting his acting chops he has appeared in Sons. and he's been hitting the cardio too man because the last time we saw him in sons of anarchy he was a bit pudgy yeah he was a little chubby just <laughs> fucking t- let's talk about this uh they released the first image of jared leto as the joker for yeah. the suicide squad uh, and uh he looks fucking terrible what um yeah i think terrible is a very fair way of putting that it's just uh He's wearing like I, I get it. They have to update it, but I mean, there's so many ways they could have done it without going so over the edge. And you know, they basically like you know they they took the Joker and good Charlotte and they mixed them into a blender <laughs> and and then they poured it into a condom. They let that freeze for an hour, and then the resulting ice cock is what we see for Jared Leto Joker. It's what? the most ridiculous looking thing. I mean, like the, the why the grill on the teeth, like the uh. tattoos I could buy because if if he suited up when he, you know, uh, it it wouldn't look that bad. You know, it, whatever the fuck, he has something on his face. They have to update it. I get it. The, the teeth are just way too over the line. Like the one glove. Shout out to Michael Jackson. The pinky ring. It's just. Ah, oh, fuck, man. Here's the thing. Uh, this was released by this. Uh, this photo was released by David Ayer. Mm-hmm. On uh, was this the, the 75th, 75th anniversary? Oh of the my joke. fucking god! I am so sorry, Joker. <laughs> what a terrible thing to do. I'm a happy 75th ver- anniversary. Here's what it would look like uh, if a fucking cosplay. It's like one of those cosplayer mashups. 
that was like somebody i'm trying to think of like a i guess At least it would it's be. not steampunk i can yeah. i can say that i don't know that the pinky ring looks like it could be a bit related the, to that the tattoo of damaged on his forehead just oh. doesn't he have like a teardrop or a fucking knife like under his it's, eye it's or a something? teardrop j on his oh. face actually. Yeah. oh god um <laughs> yeah like uh somebody had mentioned like it would have been a better tattoo like if he had like tattooed on his forehead like uh like poor self control or something like that. I love that. Like <laughs> like he takes like he takes stuff from like his psych evaluation and has them tattooed on his body. Right. You know stuff like that. That would be great. I'm I'm just it's also like somebody pointed out like they think it would be better if he had carved the ha-has into his body cuz they find it weird that he would just sit in a chair and be like, "Okay, so I want I want you to tattoo the word ha." But a over and bunch. over again, yeah, a bunch of times, and yeah, I want like he's just meticulously because they're very like meticulous tattoos and stuff, and I want you to do like a deck of cards on my shoulder, and they're all Joker cards or whatever the fuck he's got. Like yeah. it just seems like why would the Joker do this? Wouldn't he just carve that shit into himself? He's he's insane. And I, I'm dying to know what the word is he has tattooed on his stomach, a la Tupac style. Oh my god, yeah, I didn't even. Yeah, and it, and it does look like that too, like the font or whatever that's. Used. Absolutely, it does. I uh, cannot wait to see what that says. Maybe it says "dick shit, shit here." Shit here would be awesome. That would be awesome. I would, I would, I would come around on that. I don't know. I think it looks. I think it looks awful. I don't. Glenn, what do you, what do you think of this new take on Hot Topper? On, uh, on this may be one of the very few moments where I say thank God for social justice warriors on the internet. <laughs> Why? Uh, uh, all the because. Memes. Because they may, the course correction of the internet may, be, may you know, have them reevaluate what the hell they've done. Because outside, I mean, yes, everything that you said, I agree with. And if they didn't have the tattoos, I wouldn't really have a problem with it. Like, yeah, I don't like the teeth. I don't like I feel the like white if you... body with the red lipstick. I mean, what the fuck? But yeah. it's just, I, I understand, now I understand why Jared Leto was picked, because he has the frame for it. Like, oh, he sure. he looks the part, it's just... There's a lot of skinny white guys around, man. Yeah, it's just, but okay, the tattoo thing is, the reason why he's white is because his skin is stained. Like, so you're telling me that they were able to go underneath that stain, but above the state of his body and put a tattoo on it like that, i don't think that's how science works and even on the tip of his nipple apparently too like this dude's super hardcore oh yeah 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 Yeah, i just i i don't i, I yeah like you said why would he sit there and have that i i would be fine with having it carved but then he would be victor zazz, zazz yeah uh it's just yeah it's it's too much they uh, you have to. It's like you know. Oh, I'm gonna update it. Oh, they but tried then you to just make it, it yeah, way, yeah. way to the extreme. Yeah. You know, it's I heard like a the Michael movie Bay Lex Luthor uh, got his money from starting a social media uh, forum. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, that might actually be true. Is that called true? It my I, face. Like that's what it's called in the DC. It's my face. I hope that's fucking true. It is. Well, my um, face is a real thing. So. The, yeah, uh, Lex Luthor invented it, son. I mean, it's, no, Taco did. I know they didn't want. To recreate the Heath Ledger (laughs) look, right? They don't want to do the Heath Ledger look. They wanted to do something different, but... Okay, then use the comic book look, which is get rid of the fucking tattoos. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, somebody even... And the grill. And the grill. Oh, the grill. I can live with the the tattoos, because they'd be covered, like I said, you know, when he was in his suit. The grill is too much, man. 
I'm expect yeah. When I saw the grill, I'm like when he smiles, like do his teeth spell out beast mode, like on his and teeth? Does he actually like? Does he take the time to do the smoky eyed, you know, eyeliner like every time he gets up? Like this fucker spends like a good twenty minutes, like you know, getting Heath, prepped Heath, for the day. Heath Ledger's Joker looks like he's he's he puts on the makeup like once every two weeks. Heath Ledger's Joker slept in a pool of heroin and just rolled out yes, every day. Like yes. fine, you know what I mean. This guy actually, like, you know, he apparently shaves his armpits, too. So the Joker is very manscaped. I mean, he does look like a crack addict, though, for sure. Yeah, uh, one dude manscapes a ton, man. Oh, yeah. I, I, it's, just, it's just not a good look. Like, it it's is not, if it not, wasn't. The, like I said, it was Marilyn Manson cosplaying as the Joker. Yes. Kind of. Oh, you fall into a vat of acid, I'm no, sure. I mean, it's not even, laser hair removal. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even call it Marilyn Manson cosplaying as a Joker. It's more like somebody doing a cosplay mashup of Marilyn Manson and the Joker. Like, I think even Manson may- maybe might look better than this. I don't know. It's just not a good fucking look. I don't know. It, it just really, as soon as I saw it, I was like, holy shit. Uh, I will, by the way, kudos to whoever put him on the Home Alone poster, though. Yes. Brilliance. Did you guys see the uh, the Ben Affleck one? No. So, yeah, somebody did Ben Affleck as one, and like all his tattoos are just like Batman references and all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody had a uh, somebody had also done like a a Batman Arkham City Game of the Year edition with Joker on it and replaced all the tattoos with like five out of five shit like that. Um, yeah, th- this created this is like the image of a billion memes, which I'm sure they'll probably take as a good sign because oh shit, look at look at how much. But I think it, people are making fun of it because they don't think it's very good. Um, I don't know. I could be wrong. I, I think that's the gist, though. Have you met people that are like, oh, no, it's fucking sweet? Uh, uh, no, not that I have, no. I mean, I'm guessing there might be a few, but I'm I'm also willing to guess that they're probably 14. So, tis my guess. And uh, they're all really big uh, 94 seconds to Pluto fans. <laughs> oh, is this the, uh, the Marilyn Manson plus Riff Raff? Yeah, scroll thing? down a bit and you can oh. see the Ben Affleck one. Oh, that's good. I know, right? I love the he's internet. Got, he's, the got, he's got Rachel scrolled on his chest. And crime is lined through on his neck. It's the best <laughs> thing, dude. Like, if they come back, we're like, well, fine. Fuck you. Here's Batman. I'm like, okay, now <laughs> I, I really want to see this movie. Oh, that is so good. That is so the good. Best thing. And the Joker with full of, like, video game characters and shit. Yeah. That's also solid. Oh, that's a thank you for... Will Smith is a dead shot and raps all the time, but he doesn't cuss. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Um, yeah, let's hop into the, uh, oh, real quick on the website, Dan O'Neill has a review up for Ex Machina as well, and he loved it as much as the critics are loving it. Ex Machina, what? Oh, the one about the robot movie, right? Yeah, yeah, the guy who wrote 28 Days Later. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He gave it four and a half. No shit. Yeah, yeah, critics are loving it, too. They've given it great reviews, so I may have to check it out at some point. Uh, One of those cerebral sci-fi movies that... Oh, it's a thinking man's movie. The Star Trek fans keep saying they really want, but all the Star Trek movies they say they love are all revenge stories. You fucking know who you are, Star Trek fans. Uh, I love revenge stories. Yeah, yeah, me too, man. Those are all the best Star Trek movies. Uh, let's hop into yeah, the mailbag. Like country. That's right, maybe. The, according to our podcast, the greatest of all Star Trek films. Uh, yeah, man, the, the mailbag. Uh, info at cinemageekly.com is where you can send stuff to contribute. We have stuff from the premium subscribers first. Shall I jump in? Uh, we've, yeah, got, we've got one that is just a comment. Do you want me to do the just the comment first? Yeah, Only if it's negative. Way. No, it's a... <laughs> uh, it's from Staff O Megatron, our... Uh, our old friend. Our lady friend. 
Yeah, she uh, she says, finally! <laughs> uh, she says, finally, so happy you guys added another lady into the mix. Aurora is the best. No questions. Just wanted to add my continued support for my favorite podcast on the internet. Keep doing your thing and fuck Franco. I love how that's that, a growing thing now. Is that a thing? Like we a, got the start- premium guy Franco Winker who, who uh, hooked us up with the uh, with the new intro. Like yeah, like the the Franco thing's taking off, man. I, I think we got something going here. We could ruin his life if we keep. Yeah, this. we're riding the coattails of his. I don't think success. we have to do anything <laughs> to ruin right. his life, but just sit back and watch, man. Glenn, Glenn, Glenn is questioning whether or not we are just riding his coattails for our own success, which we may be. Who, Franco's coattails? No, we're writing the coattails of his non-success. Oh, that's right, for our own success. <laughs> I think that's fine. People don't do that. Hey, that's the road less less traveled, I'd say. I am more than willing to master my way onto the retarded mass that, it, that is the blaster of his career and ride that bitch till it dies. Uh, this one here is from High Stakes Joker. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> can you email them and ask them if they like the picture? Woo-hoo. No, he didn't. He didn't mention it here, but oh, okay. Uh, it says been using the premium service for the past few days. It's easily the best money I've ever spent on a podcast. It's also the only money I've ever spent on a podcast. <laughs> uh, that being said, stop selling yourselves short in all capital letters. Uh, I love the regular podcast, and this is easily whose who's mom wrote this shit. I want to know. <laughs> not mine. Mine would not get the fucking high stakes Joker joke for fucking sure. <laughs> And Glenn's, mom, and Glenn's mom is already signed up, so oh, yeah. unless it's your mom. And she complains about no, the No, man, she's been dead for, like, ever. We'll see then, unfortunately, no. Uh, this well, is maybe just... it's, like, death and like, Doctor Who, where she's just, like, in, you Wait. know, uh, a, a Time Lord USB somewhere. Sphere, yeah, or whatever yeah. the fuck it's called. Um, I love the regular podcast. It's a deep cut there, people. Deep cut. Indeed. I love <laughs> love the regular podcast, and this is easily worth more than the $12 I spent. Uh, anyway. Well, my- get ready for September, buddy. Um, oh, sorry. Too soon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, he's, he's fucking around, people. Uh, anyway, my question is about the music you guys use in the show intros. Who does it, and where can I get my hands on it? Um. Oh yeah, the rock, the rock music and stuff that we do. Because uh, we used to do like the video gamey eight bit music, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, now we do the the metal versions. Uh, shredguitareric.com. This guy uh, does like all these metal covers, and he most of the almost and actually not most of all of the songs we're oh. using he puts up for free. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to support him, because he's awesome. Uh, you can go on iTunes, and he has them compiled into al- albums for like five or six bucks, and you can buy them, which is what I did. I Since we're using them on the podcast, I went and downloaded them, and uh, I, I use those files to play here. And uh, if you are not getting the podcast from the website, if you're getting them from a feed or whatever, on the website, we link right to his website. But uh, shredguitareric.com is yeah, the he's awesome. all of them. Um, good shit he does over there. Um Let's see what else we got. Oh, to England we go. The next two. Oh no! Is it the beautiful city of Manchester? I, I, I guess. Um, well, the first one's from Generic Toff. Yep. Uh, already watched Age of Ultron, boys. Oh, no, hey, whoa, whoa! You tread lightly with this one, right? My question is in relation to the film. On a scale of one to ten, how insanely jealous are you that I get to see these movies a week ahead of you? Well, let's see. What did we say to Ben? <laughs> let's look at what. 
what all was said he's to not, Ben. He's not done yet. This is, he's not done yet. This is a two-part oh, is, question. Is this Dick still rubbing it in? This is a two-part question. He says, you won the revolution, sure. That, how, that's not a two-part question. That's just a, a one-part insult, another-part question. That's what, that, that's what the fuck that is. <laughs> no, hold on. It really is a second-part question here. He says, you, you won the revolution, sure. But who gets to listen to James Spader's for two hours voicing a fucking killer robot first? Better question, would you trade back America to us in order to screen blockbuster films early? I, I'd do it back just to be able to see Doctor Who the same time you guys do a couple hours early, man. Oh shit. Aaron, we'll start with we'll start with you. On a scale of one to ten, how jealous are you? And would you trade America back to England in order to get to watch movies one week ahead of time? Uh ten and fuck yeah, I would. Like I said, for Doctor Who alone, in order to see it at the same time they do, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's worth it. Uh what what about you, Glenn? Are you insanely jealous, and would you trade America for early released movies? Although we could leave Wales out, like we'll take, like we'll go back to the UK, but Wales has to take Kentucky and Arkansas and most of Mississippi, and then we got a deal. Yeah, we'll trade you all the bad states. Yeah, well, you guys get the really fucked up ones, Wales, and then we'll we'll come home to to Mama UK. I almost said Mother Russia, but that would have been wrong. <laughs> Let's forget. Let's forget about the the jealous thing. Obviously, we're insanely jealous that people across the pond get to watch these movies earlier than we do. Would you trade America, Glenn, in order to get to watch movies one week ahead of time? Uh, no, I I don't think I would. I, and also, logistically, it doesn't make sense. It'd be really ironic. You could this... still beat Texas and you know be a part of the. I would not be able to beat Texas. No, uh, no, it would be uh, it'd be really weird that this. Ju- Maybe a Jerry Jones that could is just much... take Texas and make and make it like a country of its own. Uh, don't don't threaten to use those words because I hear that on a daily basis. Uh, you have this large country that is ruled by a not as large island. That is, that is the most delicate way I could put that. That just to me seems a little odd, um, and I, I don't I don't see that just working logistically. But no, they have plenty of great things happening in the UK. Uh, one of them is not food, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that I know as what I've we heard. We do do food better. We yeah. We do do food <laughs> and bigger as well. Yes. Uh, too much yeah. food. I mean, I, there's no reason that the only way I can get a free meal in this state is to eat a 72 ounce steak with two baked potatoes uh, and a full salad. But um, it happens. The, the only reason it's a fact. The only reason there are any overweight people. Well, in I got winded here, and you describe that meal, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a it's a fact. The only reason there are any overweight people in England at all is because we've sent our food franchises over there. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, You're dude, they love the fuck out of Taco Bell over there, man. It's ridiculous. Really? They are everywhere in London, dude. Yeah, man. If you love Taco, Taco Bell, Bell and Pizza Hut, those motherfuckers are everywhere. Well, that's probably because of Pepsi. Pizza Hut's all right. I would, oh. I would trade, I would trade America because I don't really give a fuck. Uh, if I if I get to watch like uh, a... they're campaigning, yes, the amount of money we waste yeah. on campaigning. Um, you know what? I was wrong. I was wrong. Uh, we it's. Because Red Devils United wrote in as well, and I believe he is also from England, or at least a Manchester United. No, Manchester City. That'll burn. Um, <laughs> uh, he, he he has more of a rant here. I guess oh. he just wants to know if we agree with him. Oh, I, will read I, his I, I keep expecting like a rant. I was like, oh, against us. Like I was holding my breath. It's not in anticipation. Uh, I mean, I no, I'm I'm really guessing. Nice. I'm guessing this is about Dawn of Justice. Oh, because uh, he says, just wanted to add my take on the Dong of Justin trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that he's watching a different movie. I, I don't I didn't watch a trailer for Dong of Justin. Uh, he says the reason I uh, he's like, just wanted to get your thoughts on this. Uh, the reason I wasn't excited for it is this. 
They started filming on October 19th, 2013. And right from the bloody start, they told us at Comic-Con that this is Batman v Superman. If there was one thing everyone knew about this movie, it was that. Now, here we are 18 months later, and they finally deliver the first look at this film. Since they have announced Wonder, since then, they have announced Wonder Woman, Lex Luthor, Aquaman, etc. And the first glimpse of this movie is essentially telling us that Superman is in this movie, and so is Batman, and they will confront each other. I walked away with this nothing more than I bloody well started with in 2013. I was already excited to see that in 2013, but 18 months later, there is still nothing new to gleam from this film. Not even a tiny glimpse of the new characters in action. Nothing. Also, P.S., Everton can fuck right off. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing I do that is love a... Everton's goalie, though. I'm guessing, um, I'm guessing, that, is a f- I'm guessing that is a football reference. Yeah, that is definitely a football reference. You know, for Jim Rome fans out there, uh, rack them, because that was fucking <laughs> glorious. Holy shit. <laughs> Good lord, dude. I, uh, I mean... I, How can I, all British people sound so terrifying when they rant? Like, have you ever heard an old British lady run somebody I, down with her mouth? I think it's it is like it's bloody. fucking butthole puckering, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, I forget what museum we're at, but some grandmother snapped on her child. And dude, literally, like, I froze like a, like a, just, oh, I was terrified. What do you think, Aaron, of his rant? Uh, do you agree with him that, like, the, the trailer uh, just delivered? Fuck yeah, I agree with him. It just the trailer just delivered the the same thing that we already knew from eighteen months prior and didn't show us anything new. Because I, I think that's what it was. People were already hyped to see Batman and Superman confront each other, and then when they we waited this long, and when they show the trailer, it's just a reminder that Batman and Superman will confront each other. Right. Yes, that was kind of underwhelming, I suppose. <laughs> a little bit, but like you said, like you know, uh, it, they could have done it, you know, a lot. Definitely, you have the same building where you show like you know the the same lead up to the Superman statue, and then you do a couple quick cuts of Wonder Woman and some other things like that, and then you end with you know Batfleck and, and Cavill having that the, the the digitized shit talk to each other. You know that would have been a much better trailer. But he's right. I mean, that's all they showed us is like you know, hey, it's Batman versus Superman, and you know here. Well, I mean, Glenn, when you think <laughs> about it, uh, the last couple of trailers that really got people bouncing off the walls, this, uh, the this last Star Wars trailer. And I believe it was like maybe the last full length Age of Ultron trailer where like at the end of the Ultron trailer, all it was was like the the Ultron logo. And then they show us like literally a second of vision and people are like, holy shit. And like the end of the Star Wars trailer, they show like two seconds of Han and Chewie and people are like, holy shit. Like, is that all they really needed to do to make the Batman Superman trailer a little bit more epic, Glenn? Just yeah, a tiny show, bit. Show the people that we've already seen pictures of, like just like in the other trailers. Could you imagine how bad it could have been if that's how if they would have shown us the Joker for the first time making that pose? Like that's how they ended the trailers. Like, oh, we're about to blow their minds, and then they give us that. Like, I think Anonymous would step the in. firestorm that would have been unleashed upon the DCU. Like already alone, people who are somewhat hesitant to see the film are starting to get really fucking nervous about what's going on. Agreed. Uh, hey, we agree with you, Red Devils United, and uh, since again, uh, it is also a teaser trailer. And about Everton, it's not... uh, apparently, fuck, fuck Everton. I'm with that. So it's not. Yes, he's got me. Trailers don't aren't supposed to show you anything. But yes, it is dumb that we waited 18 months for them to not show us anything. Oh, I have Googled because he sent this today. <laughs> uh, he sent this a few hours ago. I have done the Google on Everton. Apparently, Everton beat Manchester United today three nil. So. Uh. <laughs> Oh, who won between uh, Chelsea and Arsenal? I didn't get to finish that match earlier. Uh, I don't know. I'm not, I didn't pull up all the scores. I just Googled. That means Manchester, like, they're, what, they're still fourth place, right? 
Uh, I think so because is Chelsea still won by like six goals? Uh, Chelsea versus Arsenal ended in the classic soccer matchup of zero zero. That's okay. nil nil. Yeah, nil nil. Uh, uh, nobody scored any points. Nobody for love, love. Wait, that's yeah. tennis. Yeah, you know we we are talking about soccer on the maybe we should be British boys. I mean, perhaps. <laughs> I'm just saying the British boys podcast. Um. I mean, Chelsea would have lost if John Terry didn't step in on, like, three of those kicks. I mean, that was crazy. Just dropping some football knowledge all over the place. Uh, we got uh, the last one here is from Brennan from Oak Creek, Wisconsin, I believe. Mm. Is that what WI is? Of course, there's only one state with a fucking W, isn't it? Oh, no, there's, like, uh, West Virginia, I guess. It's like, from the... From the <laughs> there's West Virginia, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they don't fucking count. Oh, it's a good thing you're white, Anthony. They would not take lightly to that comment. Uh, Brandon says, great show. I've been listening since, like, episode 25 or so. Oh, I was soon around then. Uh, he says, really cool to see the show grow like this over time. Uh, you guys are doing awesome work. Uh, I haven't divvied into the premium content yet, but I did buy both of your shirts from T Public. That's amazing. Holy <laughs> fuck. Well, you spent more than a premium user, so... Send send me pictures if you want to. That would be fucking awesome. I need to see somebody wearing that Comic-Con shirt. <laughs> I need to see it on a human being. Uh, I can't believe people are buying that one, man. That, that's just... Man, that's amazing to me. Two people plus Brandon apparently have bought it. Uh, unless, he, unless he... Well, he said he bought both of our shirts. So I'm guessing that means he didn't buy two of the retro logo. He bought the the Comic-Con as well. Um, he said, I want to ask you guys about the Netflix quote-unquote TV model. Uh, he says, obviously we've seen them take huge steps in recent years, and I'll admit the first time I heard that Netflix was producing television shows, I laughed it off. Clearly nobody's laughing anymore. Recently, HBO took baby steps to kind of go out on their own as well. Uh, outside of, say, other premium subscription channels like Epix or Showtime, what type of terrestrial TV channel do you see going a Netflix route next? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, Showtime. Stars. Well, he said other than subs- premium subscriptions. Oh, okay. Well, ABC, they're working on their standalone app, too. That's already rolled out in, like, Chicago, Denver, like, a handful of cities. I mean, like, you know, the, the individual networks, you know, well, that they're well, going to go that route, too. Here's the thing, though. With, like, ABC, would that be, like, an app you could pay for to get content to abc or would it be i think it's a free app because they already it's a free app as as long as you can sign in like you know through your cable provider Uh, like you know like with comcast like no yeah yeah, but with like if you have internet through comcast you automatically have stream picks and then you can use your same password to sign into all these other dumb shit channels so i mean like it's right that's how it works with hbo go as well but the new the new hbo now you don't need to be subscribed to HBO, you can just get get it through HBO now. Or if you, ha- I, I have Sling, and HBO is just included in our package. So, so what I think what he's asking is, what will there be another TV channel that will go the route of like HBO or Netflix, where you don't actually have to have cable in order to get it? Like you can pay for. Like I think the first channel that jumps to my mind maybe would be like I don't know, like AMC, maybe AMC, FX. Those got to be two two of the big and ones. NBC Comedy Central also. Comedy Central could easily do it on their own. Yeah. NBC started it because whenever the office was on, they had a lot of those webisodes mm-hmm. that like about like the external cast. Yeah. Um, but we all know NBC is a joke because of you know decision making they make. But they were pretty progressive at a time, which was you know when they got rid of all their you know network shows that actually brought in viewers. Right. <laughs> well, in Comedy Central, more and more they're getting web series. They have uh, 
that one Jericho's doing with the the Screen Junkies guy is nothing to report. Have you guys watched that at all? No, but I've heard. Oh, uh, it's fucking hysterical, dude. Is it good? Jericho awesome. drops like some of the best like '80s action. Like it, it's just it's almost like if he were uh, John McClane, but you know Jericho as Moon Goose McQueen from Fozzie playing That's John funny. McClane. Like it's it, it's really good shit. But I mean, Comedy Central is one I think absolutely could do it. They're, yeah, they're especially with their specials, that makes yeah. sense. Um, hey, I think, well, I think that rounds it out for the, the mailbag. That was a good round of mailbag this time around. Lots of fun stuff in there. It's what we do is provide good mailbag. Yeah, info at cinemageekly.com if uh, you want to send some shit our way. We'll even read the hate if you don't like us. We'll read it. Uh, we don't get much of those, though. We got, that, mails and... we got Yeah, we got that fucking windmill guy once. Um, but that's about it, I think. Let's talk box office because we're gonna. Box oh, office is gonna we? be interesting. The box office, the whole thing about box office is gonna be interesting. Uh, let's do the top five first because there's a couple of other things we should note, and we'll probably make some predictions here as well. Um, but let's do the uh, the top five first at the box office. Uh, Unfriended was number five. It fell from mm. number three from last week. Did six point two million. Uh, that home animated movie stayed at fourth uh, fourth place from last week. It did another eight point three million. Killed it in China. Is it really doing well in China? Mm-hmm. That did well in China, and Cinderella did really well in Japan. Uh, home is at, in fact, it's almost three hundred million uh, worldwide. So yeah, it's it's doing all right for itself. Um, the Age of Adeline debuted at number three with thirteen point three million. Uh, Aaron, What's its it, tomato meter score? Uh, the Age of Adeline, I don't remember. Um, uh, let me see here. Fifty-three uh, percent. Oh, okay, because when I first saw it come up, when I decided I can't look at Rotten Tomatoes because I don't know what a, I don't want to know what Age of Ultron is going to be rated at. Right. Um, please, please don't say it. Uh, uh, you can plug your ears. Well, I'll, I'm going to mention it. Or, or we're not not yet. We're not there yet. I would say I, I'm not listening. <laughs> uh, number two is Paul Blart Mall Cop Two. Oh. Mall copier. 15.5 million it made this weekend. What the fuck, man? That brings its grand total with worldwide to 61.7 million. Dude, there's a lot of bored old white folks out there. Uh, Furious 7 maintained its fourth week in a row, top of the box office, which will come to an end uh, next weekend, (laughs) obviously. Uh, It's Thursday night. It did 18.2 million to add to its grand total of 1.3 billion uh, (laughs) worldwide. Um, and let us, uh, let us start by noting that the weekend numbers are already op- are already out there for Avengers Age of Ultron for overseas and overseas. It has already opened to 201 million. Holy shit. So it's already over 200 million from the overseas just on the weekend. Uh, it's going to be gigantic. Does let it us- hit half, Do does it hit half a billion? It? Like, does it hit half a billion combined? as soon as it opens in the U.S. Let us now let us now look at the top five all-time uh, worldwide grosses. Okay. By the way, at number five is Furious Seven. It is already number five all time. It's at one point three billion. Really? Uh, the number four movie is Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two, which uh, made one point three four billion. Uh, number three is the first Avengers, one point five billion, mm-hmm. and uh, then I doubt they're going to. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe we'll give number two and number one a run for its money. But number two is Titanic with two point one billion, 
and Avatar is number one with two point seven billion. Um, in case anybody else is wondering, uh, what else is in there? Like in the top ten, Frozen, uh, Iron Man three, Transformers: Dark of the Moon made over oh, a billion dollars. Uh The Return of the uh, Return of the King made over a billion, and Skyfall is also. Geely, Geely was in there too. I thought. Uh, somewhere near the bottom, hmm. I want to say. Uh, but yeah, the prediction here is, uh, Glenn, I'll start with you. Where, When it's all said and done, where do you think the second Avengers movie, will it Will it beat the first Avengers movie? And better yet, will it beat, like, say, Titanic or Avatar? Does it have a chance to do those kind of numbers? I know, I mean, if betting odds, there's no way it doesn't beat its first showing. Yeah. Uh, and I feel pretty comfortable that it could beat Titanic. Mm-hmm. I don't think it can beat Avatar. I don't. I do not know why that movie made as much money as it did. I mean, it's pushing. It pushed close to three fucking billion dollars. Yeah. I mean, holy shit! And I know it did that re-release thing. Um, it's not fair. That's fucking but, cheating. Well, I mean, it's also cheating when you see some of these numbers with movies that don't have 3D revenue put oh, yeah. into it and, either. So, and Titanic, of course, was in theaters for like two years. So, that well, I mean, what Gone with the Wind is always up here in the domestic part because it's been in theaters since 1939. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I could, if it made two and a half, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. It's just two. I mean, you're that's almost 2.8 that it's at. I mean, that is a feat. Yeah. And especially with, I mean, the thing with like Avatar, and it's the same thing while you see all these uh, Hobbit movies, is there's nothing that they have to compete with with the whole month of January. Maybe one weekend they may have to worry about it. Um, but, you know, you're talking about just racking up 60 million per week for like another month. Do you want to know and the that's crazy? How Avatar made its money. Do you want to know the crazy part about Avatar's box office? Almost all of it came from the foreign market. It did hmm. seven hundred and sixty million in the U.S. Two billion it made in the foreign market. Almost all of it is from the foreign market. Seventy-two percent of it, according to Box Office Mojo. I, I think it takes number one, personally. I mean, I don't know if it can. I mean, I, I would like it to. Or you think? I think. I think it. I think it has a shot. Especially when it opens in China, you know, dude. It, yeah, it's. There's no way it doesn't. I think it has. I think it has a shot. I, I mean, I was surprised that the first Avengers did not do as well as it did. Like, I, I really. That it only actually, did one. That it only did one and a half billion. I expected it. <laughs> I expected yeah, no. it to make Titanic. Titanic. Wow, more fancy. Yeah, that's a really nice drink. Uh, better than Titanic is what I expected it to do. I, I was really surprised it did not reach two billion. Um, yeah, I think I think the second movie is going to easily hit two. Um, I think it definitely could hit two and a half. I would, I don't know if I'm going to say it can beat Avatar, but I'm hoping that it will. Because it doesn't have anything the week after. No. And then Mad It has no competition until Ant-Man comes out in July. Not really, yeah. No, I mean, there's, there's other ones. And once you get to June. Yeah, well, I mean, like, Terminator, Jurassic Park are going to come out. Uh... I mean, like, Mad Max, if it's R, that's just a different, that's, it's not going to make... And uh, even if it is, it's not going to make that much, anyways. But when's Jurassic uh, Park come out? June twelfth. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's got a good month run for six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It could easily do that, by the way, as well. Yep. I mean, Fur- Furious Seven is at its fourth week now. 
Well, uh, again, but nothing has really come out right. besides Paul Blart, but that's right. like, you know, the shitbag kids that want to see it. And then, well, well, I mean, and if Ultron wasn't coming out, it probably could get six or seven weeks to top the box office because there really is not much else coming out. I mean, and large, and, you know, obviously that is because Avengers <laughs> is coming out that there's nothing else coming out right now. Because, uh, yeah. Because, uh, well, I mean, Star Wars, I. I mean, if you're, we go to Christmas time, you know, I I wouldn't be surprised if Star Wars did more money than Age of Ultron to pay more. Oh, it's going to get a few things. hundred from me around Christmas time alone, boys. I'm fucking <laughs> tell you that. Yeah, yeah. This this could be a really big box office year for sure. Uh, this is usually the part where we talk about the movies that are coming out this weekend, but oh, there's gosh. only one. Nobody has the guts to release a wide uh, a wide release film up against Avengers: Age of Ultron. Probably smartly so. Because nobody's going to make any money this weekend except for Marvel. Uh, Glenn uh, Disney's presents Marvel's The Avengers: uh, <laughs> Age of Ultron. Uh, Glenn, do you want to do you want to mute us for about ten seconds or so when while I discuss what the tomato meter score is for Avengers: Age of Ultron? Yeah, because I'm going to go in this as cold as I can. Okay, because there are. Uh, I can tell you already how many geek glasses I'm going to give it. You know, if it's any indication, you know. So yeah. there, there are already seventy six reviews for the film. Okay. And it is at a 79%. Not bad. Uh, the consensus is exuberant and eye-popping. Avengers Age of Ultron serves as a uh, suitably satisfying sequel, reuniting its predecessors, unwieldy cast with a few new additions and a worthy mm-hmm. foe. Uh, so, yeah. I, I, think what I think maybe what the consensus is is maybe like not as great as the first movie, but great. Um, which, I don't know. I, I think it is going to be better than the first movie. I think so, too. Uh, and, you know, I already mentioned earlier that there's a couple of rambly, um, rambly negative reviews, and all of them are from places I've never heard of. And um, There's too much action in it. There's too much superhero stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I, will, I will say this one, uh, Glenn. Here's a review I can read for you that will not give away anything from this movie. And, in fact, if you read Ben's comments, uh, it will essentially read as that. It's from, oh, okay. it's from Entertainment Weekly. And the review says, I walked out of the theater, this is a positive review, I walked out of the theater feeling like the survivor of an all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> so, yeah, Ben did say this movie will fucking wizard sleeve you, did he not? Like you, He did, you and won't you know stuff. what, that got me more excited for it. Yes. I'm oh, fucking, okay. I'm ready. You so won't... it's okay for this movie to do it, but we're going to criticize Michael Bay films, got it. <laughs> well, Michael Bay, like, here's the, everybody. Don't, don't defend it! I, oh, I'm totally defend. I'm totally defending it, Glenn. You're trying. You're. T- are you trying to say that there is there is no difference between say Michael Bay and a Joss Whedon film? Because yeah, seriously, let let's have that discussion. I think Joss Whedon no, has some. What I'm saying is like, good at, with good with characters and snappy dialogue and that like, comment is no different than what we criticize Michael Bay for, which is excess. It's just this oh, is sure, excess sure. done well. That's all I am saying. Well, that's Not what saying... we want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so. we criticize Michael Bay because it's excess done poorly. Right. Like, he gives us a ton of shit, but it's it's literally shit. Like, there's, and also, yeah. Entertainment Weekly. You know, you guys whore yourselves out every couple of months to these franchises that are yeah, coming weren't out. We, actually, weren't we bitching about Entertainment Weekly last week? I think it Don't, was. Let's not, let's not try and be objective at the last minute. Like, look, you're, <laughs> you'll whore yourselves out for cover photos. Just shut the fuck up, all right? Uh, and I'm sure Variety said it's like the best thing since Gone with the Wind, so I don't even want to know what they had to say because Peter Travers liked it as well from Rolling well, Stone. I mean, he there's a lot of things he doesn't like. Yeah, 
Uh, I, I, I love Peter Travers. So. He says he takes a few wrong turns sometimes, but he says Whedon is a pro, and he devises a spectacle that is epic in every sense of the word. So there you go. Peter Travers, a man whose opinion I don't know shit about, but uh, I'm guessing people trust him. I don't know. I haven't read any of the reviews from the, the critics that I that I regularly read, so... Uh, I don't even know if any of them have written reviews for this yet, but I'll, I'll go. I'll go check. I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't want to get too uh, spoilery on myself either. But as I've discussed in the past, I'm all about context. So yeah, if I, I know who dies, so there's that. I don't want to know. I don't want to know shit. Wait, can can you confirm that somebody does die? I mean, when the article is, oh, Bob don't say it, dies. It. I don't want to know. Okay, and I'm like, oh, what's well, that sucks. Now, did you actually read the article to like get some sort of... Uh... Oh, yeah. Once I saw the headline, I was like, well, fuck it. I guess I might as well read it since it's spoiled for me. Now, is it some sort of fucking Coulson death where he doesn't really die? Well, I mean, Coulson really did die, but then they brought him back. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't anything like that. It was just uh, like they were just talking about uh, he or she dying. I wonder if Nick Fury really dies for real this time. That that would. Uh, do you want? Don't to talk con- about it, motherfucker. Do you want me to confirm? Oh, I'm gonna hang not? up. I'm getting off. I'm getting off the show. I don't oh. want to know. Okay, okay. I haven't okay. said this person's name yet. So God we're, damn it! Stop talking. Okay. Ant Man dies before his own uh, becomes out. That would be crazy. Hank <laughs> Pym gets killed off. Oh man. And then it's and like Tony a- Stark just. Like his- he just stabs him in the back and then steals his plans. And his whole movie is a flashback to. <laughs> That, that would really throw people for a loop. Nobody would expect that. Yeah, everybody would uh, be on the cap side for Civil War then. All right, let us, uh, let's sign off. Uh, everything we talked about today, most of it anyway, cinemageekly.com is where you can go to, uh, to read about it uh, or to watch it. Uh, of course, uh, on the social networks as well, Twitter, Facebook, Google+, YouTube, Tumblr, Instagram, all at Cinema Geekly. Aaron tells us we've got some interesting new YouTube series that may be coming soon, <laughs> which involves animals, I believe, and our very own barrister, Ben Knight, reading lines, I think, from what, Fifty Shades of Grey? The, the first edition is Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, of, sorry, Fifty Shades of Grey-centric. <laughs> and here come the social justice warriors. Um... Uh, yeah, we know what you're going for there. Uh, yeah. Totally cool. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not worried about it. If there's one thing we've proven on this show, we are very gay friendly. We are not oh, afraid to, to to mash. I'm sure, uh, Ben is laughing his balls off right now. Actually, this is my favorite moment of Edgefest. Actually, I, I saw what? the happiest couple ever. Did Christian Fest. show up and they did a five second pose? Is that how Edgefest ended? <laughs> they wore the fucking Elvis, the fat Elvis costumes. Oh, that was I love that. Oh Kurt Angle came out wearing that, that, that Toby cap. That's not good. Uh, fuck. Anyway, well, before Glenn gets swept away by a tornado, uh, we already discussed the website shit and the social media shit. Uh, cinemageekly.com slash premium. $12 for 365 days. One full year of premium podcasts. Yeah, thank uh, you guys so much. Who's all signed up already. It's awesome. Yeah, it's fucking super. And we, we're doing a bunch of shit. Uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron joined Glenn and myself for the Gotham podcast this week and for Flashing Arrow. And uh, me and Aurora tackled another uh, Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. talking Daredevil, and we've got another one coming up. Uh, we're going to record another one tomorrow where we uh, cover the next episode. I think it's like 8 and 9. And the... you guys will be happy to know that we discussed it amongst ourselves, and for the final episode when we do discuss the finale, I think we will try to get everybody on there to discuss the finale of Daredevil and the series as a whole. I guess. Oh, I can't wait. I am dying to fucking talk about this show. Especially, if, especially Glenn, if you want to join in. You're welcome as well. 
<laughs> no, can, uh, one thing, I, and I just want to bring this up now so I don't forget it because I'll just listen to this part. Uh, can we talk about the fa- the thing of like Charlie Cox saying, I want to make a Daredevil movie and how we don't really need that? I don't think you really need to. Yeah, no. I mean, we don't need it, but I'm all for it. Well, I mean, but why? I would we've like already to... gotten we've gotten twelve hours. Of I don't want to see just as good filmmaking oh, in a TV show. Yeah, no, yeah, there's no way in hell it's going to happen with how popular this. That's why they're, they're going to give us a second season along season with the Defender yeah. stuff. So I mean, you know, he's just saying that because he's trying to get that paper going, which you know, mm-hmm. you, yep. you could understand. But I mean, as far as the standpoint goes, there's no way. I want to see him show up in those. In, do that. I want to see him show up in those Infinity War movies. The, the, the Defenders will definitely be involved in the Infinity Wars. That'd be fucking phenomenal. Um... Oh, the podcast, of course. Uh, you can download it or stream it right from the website. But if that is not your thing, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, uh, all of those apps you can get uh, across the board on Windows uh, or Apple or Android devices, uh, and you can listen to us all over the place. Uh, don't forget to check out tpublic.com slash user slash Cinema Geekly and uh, pick yourself up one of those Cinema Geekly t-shirts. We've got a couple of them up there now, and uh, I'm diligently working on, a, on another one. I may very well just do that fucking Harry Potter-themed Aaron shirt uh, that I was that we were discussing uh, a couple of days ago. God, I can't remember what it was now, but... Was it when Guardian of De La Oso was that Yes, it? yes, that's the one. Uh, I even went so far as to find myself a Harry Potter font. I love that. Uh, in order to design this shirt, I may very well do it. Uh, what, I, what I'm going to need is some sort of drawing of Aaron's head so I can put like a lightning bolt scar on it. And uh, then we, and, you know, there we go. Maybe, oh, uh, check and fucking done, sir. We maybe, can hook that up. Maybe you can, uh, you know what you need? You just need to get Andrea to get you to recreate the fucking Joker poster. And just <laughs> and replace her tattoos with like Harry Potter shit. I love that. And then that'll be the t-shirt is like me cosplaying as Marilyn Manson, cosplaying as Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm in. I, I am. I'm going to go tell her as soon as we're done. Rep, as soon as I rep think Hot shit, Topic just happen. exploded. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. That's right. I'm, I'm going to shave down my chest really sexy in my armpits, put on some white makeup. Yeah, we're, we're doing that. Uh, holy shit! We just exploded. Well, actually, all- actually, if I'm gonna be white skin, what uh, I would have to be uh, Voldemort, then wouldn't I? So wouldn't there be a bunch of like you know snake like shit written on me, like about Horcruxes and all the other dumb shit? That's right. <laughs> I'll do both. I, mean, we'll do I got both. stabbed in the wrist when I was in elementary, and I've got a got a lightning bolt scar on it. Oh, there you go, bro. <laughs> I want you to get. <laughs> I'm, I'm not making that up. I, you need I to really get one of those. Have- yeah, Aaron, you can do it, but only if you get one of those Tupac stomach tattoos that just has orc rocks. I love that. That would be awesome. Potters could just say, like, you know, Patron. Well, no, if you do that, then you would have to be uh, Dumbledore because he's dead, like Tupac, but not oh, really I love dead. That. Yeah. Yeah. The half moon glasses, but I mean, you know, I have a do rag on wouldn't, too. Wouldn't, Dumb- <laughs> wouldn't, Dumbledore's, wouldn't Dumbledore's Tupac tattoo just say cock? Like, yeah, actually, well, yeah, it, it would say Elder Wand, and the arrow would point right oh, to his oh. dick. Oh, shit. shit. Yeah. I'm not going to do any better than that. Uh, Resurrection for... Stone is as far as balls, dude. Come on, man. I can go all day with this shit. Oh, man. shit. Yeah, the Deathly Hollows. It's all Dumbledore's junk. Absolutely. That's that, Yeah, that, that's what he calls it. The Master of Death. That's what he's, that's what he's going to do when he lays down pipe. I'm never going to watch those movies the same way again. That's the We couldn't end this podcast any better. Uh, for Glenn Beauvais and Aaron DeLosa, I'm Anthony Lewis. We'll be back next week on the Age of Ultron podcast. <laughs> Hey, Cinema Geekly listener, it's Anthony Lewis. Have you ever asked yourself, Self, I'd really like to support CinemaGeekly.com 
I love the content. I love the podcasts. It's all great. I love it. You'll want to help out CinemaGeekly.com. You want to help out the site you love so much. But you just can't. There isn't a way. Well, you know what? We've brought a way to you. If you shop on Amazon.com. And at this point, I'm not sure who doesn't. Amazon has a gajillion products available to people just like you and me. From movies, video games. You want to watch movies? Buy a TV, Blu-ray player. You can get any of that stuff from Amazon. You can buy like a kayak uh, from Amazon. There's literally something for everybody. If you're like me, you've got Amazon.com bookmarked. But you know what? I say to you, throw that bookmark away. Just go to cinemageekly.com. On the right-hand side of our page, there's a big button, the Amazon logo. You just click that. It takes you to Amazon like normal. You shop like normal. There's no extra cost to you whatsoever. But for every purchase you make through that link on the cinemageekly.com website, Amazon is going to shave off 8 to 10% of that purchase and give it right back to Cinema Geekly. So if you are looking for a way to uh, help out your favoritest website in the whole wide universe, or multiverse, or hooniverse, then look no further. Click that button on the right side of cinemageekly.com, buy yourself some cool shit from amazon.com, and help out Cinema Geekly all at the same time. 